0: its cork stats on this freaky friday powered by the mayo media net here on youtube and presented by jock market the app where you make money what a crazy idea how about that apple we were up in the jock market again throwing our weight around using the stacks we gave you at the prices we gave you cashing those tickets baby download the app for free and use the promo code MMN, Mail Media Net. They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free. If it's free, it's for me. And the hundred dollars is more than enough to do damage. We were in there yesterday again doing exactly the thing that we do. Jock, mark a green ticket up on the screen for the audio only listeners. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast no people like to catch me maybe you don't want to look at this facha brute i understand no worries there but if you can get over to the or video i mean and maybe grab screenshots and stuff it can be helpful yesterday these are the names we gave you farmer hayes now reynolds he was not on the list but remember when we identify a stack if there's a hitter that matches that criteria that's under four bucks, you got to jump on it. And that was Matt Reynolds yesterday. We talked about having all the Reds righties. He was coming in under four bucks. We swept back, grabbed a few shares. Reynolds went yard. But we had Farmer at the top. He was the second player or the third player on the board. Excuse me. He was excellent. And Austin Hayes as well. But listen, the lesson here is price, price, price. I think we really have found our stride here in jock market as the game evolves, which is why we like it so much. It's really not stagnant. We're going to stick to the six or eight players here on the stack report when we identify the gas cans for the day. And look for the prices below five fifty. How about that? If you're using the promo code, I would probably avoid players above six dollars or six fifty. Again, we don't want to swing and miss. You want to build slowly. I actually haven't put a single dollar into this. I'm still using the uh, the free promo code, and we're up near that all time high, right around thirty five hundred dollars. So the first pillar of profit here at Mayo MediaNet is those daily stacks I mentioned the gas can report I think that's really what this has turned into so the very first one we had the game is actually not on the jock market slate something that I've said I was going to try and focus on being better at and I guess I was right that's a little better and a little worse I broke down the game it's not on the slate but I think we have to take a strong look at this because remember if it's not on DraftKings FanDuel or Jock Market I believe these players are all really viable for total base props. I was on VSYN yesterday with Danny and... You know, we had the Baltimore F5 circled. That was a hit. We also had Trey Mancini, total base prop. He got the double in the first inning. I and mean, when you're cashing buck 25 odds in the first inning. That's really, really awesome. So keep an eye on that. All right, we're looking at, it's Cincinnati and Washington. Josiah Gray versus Mike Minor. Didn't know Mike Minor was back. Well, he is Josiah Gray, plus five ERA, 136 whip, 830 OPS in a year, 11% walk, 51% fly ball, 15% barrel. You can see where I'm going, 1100 OPS to left. He's a fastball on the slider plus 830 x slug eight home runs on those two pitches so we got to be looking at Joey Votto again he hit a ding dong yesterday so he may, he's good for the total base prop I also think Votto is probably a nice home run play depending on the odds I'm really not paying plus 300 anymore you got to get at me with plus 350 or better if not I'll take my odds on the total base prop other side we'd be looking for Washington righties versus Mike Miner so I think Josh Bell, Nelson Cruz and Victor Robles you know I know some sites actually allow you to parlay Total base props. I love that. Getting up into a single game, looking for the blow up that we're looking for. And again, if we have two gas cans, we're probably playing for the over. I think I saw it at nine and a half or ten over full game, which would be viable. Once we're at ten and a half, I usually don't go for eleven. All right, let's get up into the actual stuff you can use. I have a couple of stacks. Here. So we're looking at the Tampa Bay Rays righties against Vinnie Velasquez, five six ERA, one four whip, bunch of bad math as well, forty five percent fly ball, forty five percent hard hit at ninety five miles an hour, fourteen percent Barrel and a plus 900 OPS to righties. It's especially the fastball basket there. The fastball plus the sinking fastball to righties each have a 740 x slug minimum four home runs combined on those pitches. So we're looking at Randy Arosarena and Manny Margot. I also had Isak Paredes circled, but he's not on the slate if you are playing daily. Unlike guys like that, really, you know, the backfill a guy like Paredes, if he's playing, is probably going to be min priced you gotta get with him in those that'll help you kind of boost the rest of the values and again I gotta be honest the way I look at this stack report I've honestly gotten to the point in DraftKings and stuff I really don't even care about the leftovers because I find sometimes I, I I leave a guy that my model picked for a better guy on paper or something like that and it's stupid uh, salaries are arbitrary I really I, I don't even care as I get older I guess so there's just a, a hint for everyone out there I don't really care about salaries in DraftKings alright next up Kansas City Royal Righties against Urquidy you know this one is some Good team bias going on. Arcidi's really struggled, man. I don't think people are on it. Brady, singer our dude is an underdog. Wink, wink. You can see where we're going to be going later on with that. 4-8 ERA, 1-6 whip. Now listen, two points create a line, right? Any two points create a line. Not all three points create a line. That's why I like to use OPS as my third point of surface statistics to kind of invalidate or validate. OPS at 900 for the year. So you can forget a sub-5 ERA. If you have a 1-6 whip and a 900 OPS, your ERA probably should be north of 6. 43 fly ball, 47 hard hit, right? There's those running themes again. 12 barrel and struggling with the fastball the righties. We've seen a bit of that this year. I am getting while the getting is good. 842 x Lug from righties against the Arcidi fastball and 5 home runs. So we'll be looking at who wit Merrifield. We'll be looking at Bobby who went. And especially the big dog I have circled is Hunter Dozier. Play of the day. 28% barrel, 10 percent blast against right-handed fastballs on the year so there's your stacks man why do I feel like I had somebody else and I probably like a race or something I swear I had another one so get at me throughout the day I think this really counts for everything get at me during the day to kind of fill in the rest of the gaps right as lineups come out and weather comes out sometimes pitching pitchers are changed we find out there's openers or followers or anything in between so make sure you follow me up on twitter at MLB moving averages that's at mlb moving avg on the bird app or you know you could comment on youtube below you could comment at the podcast you could comment on twitter tag us all. i will get to every single one of you especially my jock market people pushed to the front of the line all right so that's the daily stack in the gas can report let's get into the fantasy side of things friday's a bit weird because there's so much to do I won't see you for a couple days and it's like how do you cover everything so I'm just doing my best to cover everything I gotta have all 30 teams and some news and notes for the weekend people will be filling out lineups but not everybody So I didn't really want to just make this a lineup show some people are like what am I going to do with that so I got a little bit of everything check it out let's do it the way only we can do it here the Nuance Context and the Tasmanian Devil coming at you 115 EV off the crack of the bat let's start with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Humberto Castellanos to the IL. So we've got to be looking for Tyler Gilbert and Corbin Martin, right? Pitching has been really tough. Something we've been covering all year. You're going to have to be first. So keep an eye on those guys. Maybe add them where you can. They also have a very tough matchup at Pitt, even though there are no lefties, right? It's for Ramsey, Contreras, Zach Thompson. These guys have been very good. Next up, Atlanta Braves are at Colorado. So it's all Braves systems go. On the other side, I'm really careful with starting pitchers. Like, I don't even start a guy like Max Freed is uh, pitching in cores, and I'm not really starting him. I mean, you start your Rockies against, of course, no matter what, when they're home. Next up, Baltimore Orioles with the big disappointment late in the game yesterday. Face no lefties in Cleveland, but they do have Bieber and McKenzie. Going to be a tough go for the Orioles. Baltimore is at, I'm um, sorry, Boston is at, Oakland, they face no lefties, but also they have Frankie Montas and Paul Lee Blackburn, so it's a bit of a tough matchup, but Boston is raking the offense, is pretty much solid, stick with the Red Sox, Chicago Cubs have four games against St. Louis, so that's really one of the things we're doing here for the lineup people, right? you're making sure you're starting your Cubs, you're starting your Cardinals, <clears throat> The Cubs will be facing one lefty. I did notice in the lineups that Ortega is a sit right now. He sat the last four. Clint Frazier is back and started. Maybe it's Clint Frazier season. Also, make sure that Morrell is owned. Also, Smiley out for a month. Chicago White Sox at Tampa. Two lefties, Shane Mack. They also have Drew Rasmussen, tough go for the White Sox, it's a tough go for them in general. Next up, Cincinnati Reds are at Washington versus one lefty. I just have circled here. It's like the gas can series, the big scoring series you know, backfill all of your Reds and all of your Nats. Next up, Cleveland Guardians are at Baltimore. They have one lefty in Zimmerman. And I did notice Quan is sitting against lefties for Palacios. He hasn't been very good. You're probably sitting Stephen Quan. Colorado Rockies home in cores against Atlanta for three. Very tough pitching matchup for them. I had it circled. Um, I'm sorry, this is on the other side. Uh, the Atlanta side, I'm sorry, I put it in the wrong column. To watch Duval's playing time, he's been sitting for Heredia. So that's the Braves, but it is the same series for Colorado. Of course, you're starting everybody in cores. Detroit, Rock City are at the Yankees in the Bronx. It's, man, they have a tough go. They're facing Garrett Cole, Severino, and J-Mont. Also, I noticed Javi Baez has sat the last two games. Keep an eye on him. If he sits one more, he might be injured, right? Next up, Houston Astros are at Kansas City. They don't face any lefties. They face Brady Singer, Bolaños, and Hazley. It's like a who and who exactly cue up the Astros outside of Singer. They're probably gonna have a very big weekend. Kansas City Royals with cheese. That same series, our home versus Houston, one lefty in Framble. The lineup note is that Kyle Isbell is back with the IL, but only played one of three. So not that you're really starting him, but I'm just trying to keep an eye on pieces that we have our have had our eyes on this season. Angels from LA are in Philadelphia, face no lefties, but it's Eflin, Wheeler, and Gibson going to be a tough go there, and notice Marsh has sat the last two versus lefties, this is a little weird, I really like Brandon Marsh, no lefty, so he's a start this weekend, Dodgers versus the Mets, one lefty in David Peterson, they also face Bassett and Trevor Williams, so bit of good, bit of bad, Cody Bellinger is back played yesterday, and Clayton Kershaw has a rehab start Sunday, Miami Marlins, home versus San Francisco, tough go for them, Alex Cobb, Logan Webb, Jake Junis oof note there is that Brian De La Cruz has played five of the last six split three lefty two righty so if you're in need of playing time circle De La Cruz also add Edward Cabrera and John Burry everywhere. Milwaukee Brewers versus San Diego, one lefty, but they get Musgrove, Gore, and Clevenger. The big lineup note here is that Kristen Hiura has played five in a row, seven of eight, four lefties, three righties. So he's he's a go. Awesome. Willie Adamas went one for three in a rehab assignment, so right? We're trying to do it all. Minnesota Twins are at Toronto, face one lefty. That's Kikuchi. We'll also see Berrios and Gaussman. Miranda, who started to hit, has now sat two of four, playing against lefties only. So I think he's a sit. This weekend, I had been starting to play him in the corner spot. The Mets are at LA Dodgers, two lefties, Anderson and Arias. They also have Bueller sandwich scenario. Yikes. Tough go for the Mets. The lineup noticed that JDD played three straight, and now Lindor hurt with the finger. They haven't really come out with news. They're being a bit vague, saying day to day, not serious. But right now, I, a guy like Davis you know, might be playing in that CI spot where, you know, where we had been stuck, you know, and kind of, that's, that's just part of the game that you're playing if you're in these 15-team draft and holds where you can't add players so in a guy where a guy like miranda i have miranda and bobby Dalback and jd davis right these kind of ancillary corner pieces there is a time and a place for them so i think this is the jd davis weekend for those guys all right enough of that new york yankees versus detroit at home facing no lefties big series on deck for the yanks tigers rolling out a couple gas cans a guy you got to start it's matt carpenter oh my goodness yeah we got to start matt carpenter absolutely and you know what that reminds me that is somehow that got erased that was the stacked got erased I had I know for a fact that I had uh Carpenter circled I think I also have Rizzo circled so remember if we're going to backtrack for those guys into daily play stack reports total base props and the like Oakland A's are verse Boston face one lefty in Rich Hill but they get Eovaldi and Pavetta gonna be a tough go for them Philadelphia versus the Angels one lefty in Sandoval but they'll get Silseth and Lorenzen as well. Going to be a tough go for Philadelphia. The story there is injuries. DD is out. Segura is out. If you're stuck with those middle infield spots in those deep leagues. I think it's time to get with Stott. If you have daily Airs, and Stott, you know, oftentimes it's early in the season to be a post tight sleeper, but he really has that feel already. Like, he was so hot. Everyone loved him. He stunk so bad that everyone just discarded him. They're calling him trash. Now's the time to get with a guy like Stott while he's cheap. Pittsburgh Pirates. Excuse me. Against Arizona, face no lefties. The lineup here, note there is to Capito Marcana. That's the big ad for Pittsburgh. They've been shaking it up Pittsburgh on the come up. Really, that's that's the team right now where you want to be grabbing like overs futures or like just anything with Pittsburgh. Because people buying low for cents something the dollar as far as Pittsburgh players goes in fantasy, people are just not interested in Pittsburgh. They think everything good that comes out of Pittsburgh is fake. The Pittsburgh pitching is good right now, and they're adding a couple of hitters. Again, you know, this is how we're going to make our money betting on underdogs. Next up, Padres have Milwaukee Brewers in Milwaukee at Miller. They face two lefties. It's going to be a tough go for the Padres who are not hitting at all. It's Corbin Burns, Aaron Ashby, Eric Lauer. Oof. Will Myers has been out to so you, circling no more. Mazaya, who they brought up to play. Seattle Mariners are at Texas. Face one lefty. That's Martin Perez on Sunday. They'll have Dunning and Otto in the meantime. It's been a tough go for the Mariners. Lineup looking pretty steady there. Seattle, San Francisco Giants are at Miami. They face one lefty. That's Castano. They'll also have Eliezer Hernandez and Pablo Lopez. Talk about a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. Listel has been sitting versus lefties also. So Jock Peterson, Phil so the current world champion of fantasy baseball, had tagged me and Zach was also in overall guy talking about Jock in the playing time. I didn't get a chance to address it because you want to kind of do it properly. I probably we won't be able to do it now, but at least I could put my two cents in. When it comes to a guy like Jock who is so productive in the heavy part of a split. I understand we're trying to look rest of season and project him, but look at the pinch hitting time. This guy if you're trying to sit him against lefties, he pinch hits like 3 quarters of the games that he doesn't start. So I just think that you got to go with Peterson. It was part of the calculus when you got into it. And the way that he spikes in production. Multiple home run games. You just can't risk missing out on a guy like Peterson in this hitting environment in particular. Okay, St. Louis Cardinals have four games against the Cubs. They're playing all of them. Um, one lefty in Justin Steele, really sad to see Gorman go down. Bader playing every day looking really good. Tampa Bay Rays versus the White Sox, one lefty. It's Marco Gonzalez. Have Gilbert and Kirby as well. Eli White, the lineup note there has played six of seven. Minnesota. I'm sorry, Toronto is Home versus Minnesota. One lefty in Smelter. They face Chi Chi Gonzalez and Dylan Bondi. Queue up those Bluebirds. Springer missed the last two days with an illness. I think he's okay. Have to look for him. They said he should play today. The lineup, though, there is a key. Kevin Biggio has played six of seven. Another guy people have discarded for dead. If you're desperate for plate appearances on a good team, that's something to turn around. That's a guy that can do it. Last up, Washington Nationals are at Cincinnati. Face one lefty in Mike Minor. We'll also see Molly and Castillo. Tough go with the Righties there, but the environment is so good. They think you got to start the Nats. Yadiel Hernandez and Lane Thomas are in like a strict platoon right now. Victor Robles has played seven of eight. So that's like the fantasy go around right there. Hope you're all digging that. Just news and notes, a little bit more viable for the people that are 10 and 12 team leagues that don't really care about lineups on Friday. And even then, running through everything where it's like no notes, no notes, no notes. Not everyone has these. A lot of teams are facing injuries right now and injuries are the death of platooning and maximizing opportunities so let's dive into the bets which has been oh it's funny so, right so we we cashed two days ago we cashed the parlay the week was paid for yesterday was looking pretty good i was getting the gifs going no celebrating but just my my ddp the daily nine bag parlay was getting ready so i got the ddp diamond Dallas page on the ropes in the corner looking ready and of course it's really funny johnny big johnny mr f5 who hates bullpens has been posting full game parlays i don't know why i feel like uh, get more run. I think I don't know if it's an entertainment value thing again. I'm very, very open about my process and um, yeah, if those were f fives, they all cashed right the Baltimore F five was an outright winner. The over was a winner that was also a full game winner, but the Padres was an f five winner. they lost both Baltimore and the Padres were tied in the ninth or later and blew it. So bullpen suck, losing sucks, but hey such is life Ross it's kind of par for the course but today let's turn things back around here we go we mentioned a lot of these plays already and I think you know that's been part of the benefit of you know doing running the full model and getting my handicapping really under my belt before I do these things early in the season Not to say I was throwing stuff the wall I would never ever do that I just wasn't getting 100% of the data through it was probably like 60% of the data through and then I was trying to like that's a guesstimate. you're trying to fill in the rest oh this is good this is bad trends or whatever that we already have in the tip of mind of course listen we're doing so much work it's not like i would take a day off and forget everything anyway but let's get back onto the f5 bus here we have a couple minutes let's do a little bit of a breakdown so just quickly again if you're playing the parlays we're doing a tenth of a unit this one is going off for plus six 28, so would pay for this last week, which was a loser, unfortunately. We have Kansas City F5, that Brady Singer versus Rikidi matchup. I believe we have the edge. Boston um, F5 run line, right? So that one means we have to be ahead, a run after five in this one I love the price Boston and Eovaldi who is excellent you know he had the bad start then he came back and looked great I think he's going to get it going in that ballpark I love pitching in Oakland the all the foul territory eats up tons of outs so Iavaldi's a straight up ace the plus che rate plus in zone contact rate I mean he really does everything some of the contact stats are starting to get away from him but a lot of that was centered in a single start other side Caprillion six ERA 800 OPS too many fly balls too many barrels He's been getting beat up a ton by lefties as well. I think Devers and those boys in Boston are going to kick him around. We know the Oakland offense is just not very good. If they should shove them. And whether even if it's one zip, I think this one could be more like a four zip. So give me Boston to cover up the run line. F5, that one's at one, is 110. And then San Francisco in the early game, not on the main site. Like early 640. I'm trying not to post anything early in the afternoon. I think there is one early, early game. Um, so... Sorry, let me get back into that last one. I lost my place briefly. Okay, that's right. San Francisco to cover up as well. Alex Cobb, who is clearly the most unlucky pitcher, forget this season, maybe in the in the history of, of advanced statistics. Let's do the other side first. We know the Miami office is okay, and the Giants office is okay. I pretty much think that's a wash. Elias Hernandez has been trash. Five seven five seven seven ERA, nine hundred OPS, six and a half FIP. Near 5x FIP really, he's really been very, very bad. He lives in the center of the plate, and I run some of these contact metrics. This is fun, we don't always get to handicap these things, so it's like detailed. He lives in the middle of the plate, his contact metric for heart rate, right? So it's a center box. I have kind of like I guess that's it, contact-centric metrics. Now, those aren't always like, you know, it's not the end-all, be-all. That's just not how these things work. But at the same time, we know that a pitcher has a fly ball and barrel problem, right? Ellie's Hernandez, 55 fly ball, 13 barrel, almost three home runs per nine. Him centering the ball at a that kind of rate, 29%, is really just as bad as it gets anywhere in the league. He's having a problem. So I think San Francisco... Has a way with Eliezer Hernandez, they cover him up. So all three of these are viable as standalone plays. That's another adjustment that we've made. Uh, Paul, I don't want to say parlays are stupid, but you know, they, you really have to measure them, right? And that's the problem. What's the problem with parlays? You get two out of three, or like you almost have it, you just don't get it. And like you know, you get two out of three, three or four days in a row, like we did last week, and you're like, wow, I really could have been making money with singles again creeping up climbing up instead of trying to hit right because probably it's kind of all and on really the name of the game so i'm adjusting these plays that they're all standalone i think it's important i i am and also now that they're f fives i have not posted these as official plays i do post picks on patreon but everything is free don't worry just follow me on twitter the links everything. i'm just nuts right now starting pitcher ranks implied team totals jock market plays with rankings just the whole line. we're like absolutely going out of our minds right now and the energy level right where it wasn't opening day. And it's going to be right where it was when my Yankees bring home the World Series. Howdy, I like that, baby. So, alright everyone, let me try and get normal. It's Friday, I'm getting a little wild, but hey man, let's have a little fun with this, right? It's a lot of work, it's a lot of math, it's a lot of numbers, and it's every single day. And, you know, we don't always win, right? So it kind of sucks. A lot of other types of jobs, lots of hard work, always gets rewarded with production. You know, in a past life, I was an electrician, you always built something, the light always went on. Or in my case, you know, we were building bridges and skyscrapers doing sick stuff like you really felt it in this kind of work you could work 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 and you don't always win so i think it is important to have some fun and that kind of helps keep that attitude positive so we're packing kc boston to cover san francisco to cover they all stand alone but you can also pair them let's get this one across i feel really good about this i also think these lines are going to move last note for the betting crowd and this is something i think it really speaks to how sharp the followership is of pat mayo you know i thank a lot of you guys for sticking around some of you had never heard of me before patty and i do appreciate you and it has to do with some of the feedback that we get and you know it's funny i guess maybe it's funny when people try to push, but don't worry man we'll get them next time I'm like i know you don't have to tell me like i know There's does my like that's what i do but i really do respect is not just that because it really are good people but it's the the, the closing like value is just bananas right i mean every single game that we lay out in the morning is ahead of the market. Every single game. Now it's just... Every game. It's almost... If one of them isn't, it's like an outlier and I almost feel the need to smash that bet even harder because the the public has that one completely wrong. I'm dead dead serious and I think that... There's part of that and that's been part of win or lose What I've done so very well in my career so far because we're always ahead of the market, right? We're all... This... Kansas City might even end up as the favorite, believe it or not. I know Houston, that is one of the things that might push it from happening. But watch the Boston line go nuts. Those run lines will not be palatable at minus 110. I'd also like the Tampa Bay F5 run line with Shane McClanahan. But that one's minus 145. And that's what I expect from San Francisco and Boston in particular. That I believe the Boston minus 110 is going to move towards minus 130. And then you don't really want to play that alone. And again, getting in front of the market is what it's all about. So I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. We're bringing it. Best we can, right? I think my work reeks of effort. (laughs) It just reeks of effort. Man, I wake up very early and I care a lot about, you know, get my, I want to win myself. You know, so these are the tools that I use. I like to show you as much of the stuff behind the curtain as possible. So you know that, like, you know, you roll a big Johnny, man. We are really hustling. We are really working hard. And that's what I think Mail Media Net is all about. And that's why, you know, I love it. I love it so much here. So... Rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Press the like button and uh, subscribe to the channel. Hope you're all digging the show. Sorry, I'm right up against the 25 minute mark we got to get the heck out of here enjoy the games enjoy your day when we're done with the book enjoy that pay enjoy your weekend just be good to everybody unplug at least one day over the weekend don't obsess over gambling it will eat you up go fulfill yourself doesn't have to be kids and disney sing-alongs like me it could be painting writing sports anything that you can do that is not gambling i think you should spend one day a week doing that so all right everyone i catch this on the flip side remember when you work this hard if there's a lot less like clock, yo. Peace.